lifeless, lifeless rocks crunch beneath your treads. As the beginning of Earth's colonization on the moon stretches out before you, but you have many pitfalls, traps, and attacks from your enemies. Welcome to Moon Patrol. Sorry. <laughs> I thought I could it was do great. that. It was, it was great. Hi, uh, hi uh, Tommy. How are you doing? Hi, Mike. Uh, I'm doing all right. What game are we adding this week? Uh, we are adding Moon Patrol. Wow, Moon Patrol. Um, you know, you suggested this game. I think I asked people, like, is there any arcade games that people want to uh, to cover? And you suggested Moon Patrol, and I was like, wow. I like know of this game, but I don't really didn't really know anything about this game. Really, I, uh, this yeah. is like this is like a classic classic game to me. But I guess because it was in the Bull and Claw, in uh, well, I guess it's kind of between Wells and kind of Bunkport. It, it's probably in Wells though, um, in Wells, Maine, where my family vacationed. Um, but there, there's this sort of family restaurant there called the Bull and Claw, and uh, they used to have, I don't know if they still do, but they used to have Moon Patrol and Circus Charlie. And my <laughs> brother Joe loves Circus Charlie, and I love Moon Patrol. I That's like, uh, those seem like random games, but then again, I, my family used to vacation in Stowe, Vermont, and in the place that we stayed every time, there was a, like a game center, and they had Airwolf, the shoot-em-up. Um, which is super random, but I have very vid- a lot of vivid memories of playing Airwolf. <laughs> nice. I, I've never even heard of that one. There's a lot of great yeah. uh, old arcade games. Like, uh, how many are on the uh, the list right now? Like, roughly, can we? Need... Is that a number uh, we can get quicker? No. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, it, it just takes some time, I think. All right, uh, I'll try to multitask, but um. Classic arcade games. So we have, like, the real classic arcade games looking down the list. NBA Jam, Metal Slug, um, Galaga. But, like, those are, like, the 90s ones. For, like, the 80s ones, we have uh, Galaga, Space Invaders, Bubble Bobble, Robotron 2084, Burger Time, Tapper, uh, Paperboy. Mm. There's some, like, real, like, early 80s classics in there as well. Like, Robotron came out the same year as this game. Uh, 1982 was the year. Um, and also, also, uh, I think Galaga came out the year before that. So yeah, like we have, we did in space Vaders obviously was like the first one of these. Um, we have the classics on here, um, on the list. We're adding more. I think we're like missing like some like crazy arcade games like Pac-Man. We have no Pac-Mans on the list. We have no Donkey Kong. Um, we have Donkey Kong country now, but we don't have a Donkey Kong arcade. Um, but yeah. 1982 was quite the year for uh, arcade games. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean that was probably like the big breakout year for arcade games. Now that you think of it. Well, Breakout came out actually in 1978. <laughs> waka waka. Uh, but 19, 1982 was the year that in arcades we got Pole Position, Dig Dug, Zaxxon, Jungle Hunt, um, Qbert, uh, Joust, Robotron 2084. 
Yeah. Uh, beat, probably beat when, them like, in... arcades became a viable, like, business. Yeah. Uh... Were like, what if I got every one of these weird-ass video games together in one place? I feel like there were arcades, though, before this, because I think arcades were, like, spun out of, like, pinball parlors. So they always had the pinball on the side, and then just slowly video games came took over. Okay. Um, but at the same time, like, yeah, this is probably the, around the time when video games were taking up more floor space than uh, pinball machines at this point. Yeah. But there was a, there's a game called uh, Beat 'Em and Eat 'Em that came out in 1982. I am aware of Beat 'Em and Eat 'Em, Mike. <laughs> Beat him and eat him. I can't believe that's even on the list. Wasn't that for the Atari? I thought we were talking about the arcade games. Oh, yeah, we're talking about arcade, arcade <laughs> games. Um, yeah, yeah, this is one of them, Moon Patrol. Um, I think this game is, like, very much... I was I was looking it up and watching some videos, and this game, I think, was inspired by Konami Scramble a lot, mm. which came out in 1981, a year before, uh, made by Konami. These games took like didn't take very long to make. Um, so they like were getting and iterating on each other's works and seeing the, after seeing them in arcades and could turn around the game in like four to six months back then when they were developing these games. Yeah. Uh, so do you have your like little page up on the history of Moon Patrol itself then? <laughs> yeah, I do. A little bit. I don't, there's not that much. Um, really? But it was made by made by Irem. Um, from what I could deduce, I'm sure there's more evidence. Is what I've come up with. This is back uh, when they by... were like, "Why would we record? Why would we record the developers' names? Come on!" No, the, the, actually, the guy who made it was Takashi Nishiyama, and he went on to make Kung Fu Master, also known as Kung Fu on the NES. Okay. Um, he made Trojan Section Z, Legendary Wings. Uh, he was the director of the first Street Fighter game, the director of Fatal Fury, the first Fatal Fury game, and the second one. Hmm. Uh, so he's like, and he also, I guess, was part of the uh, development of Metal Slug as well. He was a producer on it. So he like had like pretty prolific career, Takashi Nishiyama. He, he's just uh, been there for the entire video games thing. Yeah. Well, he has, doesn't have a credit since 2008, so he's probably just chilling now. Right. Uh but yes, he was there for majority of the history of video games. Um, At but some made... point, you gotta play the video games. <laughs> yes, he made the game. Um, I, this is Irem's like first breakout hit. Irem, who you might know as the makers of, let's see here, uh, R-Type, they made. They mm. made uh, what else can I say? Ninja Spirit, Kid Nicky, um, uh, the Kung Fu, as I mentioned previously. Um, a bunch of like uh, good stuff for the NES they'd make, um, and then they kind of fizzled out in 1994. Mm. Um, but yeah, this was their first breakout hit. Um, have you ever played ever or seen Scramble, the arcade? I might have seen it, but I don't think I've ever played it. Yeah, it's like the inverse of this game. So you play as the spaceship, and you're going on a line to the right, and you're shooting guys on the ground as they come up. Okay. <laughs> so it's like the exact opposite. But it has like the jaggy surface mm. that is in this game um, and other things. I remember when I myself read the Wikipedia page, it made uh, uh, note of its like three panel. Like there's there's the panel that everything moves on. Then there's the mountains and then there's the city and other backgrounds behind you. Yeah, there's three three layers, and 
Yeah, they invented parallax scrolling is what they did in this game, which was pretty wild. It was the first game, or one of the first games that had yeah. uh, different layers that scrolled at different times. Um, and it looked very cool. And people still use that effect today um, in video games. In my experience, like that's why I'm so surprised that you never really played this before. Uh, I like This is a game that is in every single arcade. Like, I have always gravitated towards it. I have always been able to find it. I feel like I always miss it. I never see it. Yeah. And it's fascinating to me. It's beautiful to me, the way it looks, the way it moves. Like, (laughs) just the way that city looks. The 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 greens and the purples and the yellows. There's nothing that quite looks like it. You know what also arcade game we're missing that cut this art kind of reminds me of a little bit is um, uh, Missile Command. We don't have Missile Command on this list. I fucking love Missile Command. Missile Command's... Greg. I've played Missile Command a few times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's all I'll say on Missile Command. I was like, yeah, I've played Missile Command. Don't remember this game a thing. Is, <laughs> this game's pretty simplistic. I mean, it's, it's doesn't going to get... I mean, How far I guess did you get? for the... T- I got to the championship levels, like, through, like, the first one or something. Yeah, but do you know how... Because... So... So, the way the game works uh, is that first it runs you through the beginner level, uh, the beginner uh, series, and there's 26 sections, A through Z, um, of that, and that runs through the championship 26 sessions a through z if you beat the championship you just play the championship again and it like starts counting like i think it's championship one and it goes all the way up to 99 before it just resets um so that's generally how it's scored i've been playing with save states i actually bought it on the switch uh because I was I like, did the same. Yeah, I was like, how much money have I spent in my lifetime on Moon Patrol, and how much am I <laughs> apt to spend for the rest of my life on Moon Patrol? And is uh, it more or less than $8? And I figured it was probably more. Uh, praise be to Hamster, the Hamster Corporation, who makes games for the or like for everything. Um, but they basically publish all these like old games. There's like a million of them that they've put on the Switch, the PS4, the PC. Um, there are tons of games. Hamster Corporation. I can't find a list, but <laughs> there's like literally like over a hundred games that they've um, revitalized and put on to, via ACA Neo Geo or Arcade Archives. Um, I like how it cool. looks on the Switch too. It's not like yeah washed out. Like I feel they like have this, uh, they have scan lines. They put scan lines and you can like turn them on and off. Yeah. But I have scan lines, and you can also see like the motion of the the scan as it comes down. Um, yeah, that is an effect that just a CRT had. I, I yeah. So and I like the colors it. really pop. I'm kind of used to the games where the screens tend to be a little washed out from age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's nice um, for sure. 
but yes, this game. So you were you were, we were mentioning how it goes into. So there are checkpoints. They, so you can continue on if you die. You can put in more quarters and continue from a checkpoint. But there are five levels in the first section. I'm not sure how many levels. It might be five levels in Championship Road as well that are split into these A through Z sections. Um, and then there are different iterations on the levels uh, in the first pass. So like the first pass, you're like shooting. You can shoot up and you can shoot next to you. So you're shooting obstacles, jumping over obstacles, and then shooting the aliens as they come down and try to shoot you at the same time. And then the second level, which was uh, might have been second or third level, the mine level is just a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've been, um... Yeah, I got about as far... Yeah, actually, I beat the mine level. The next one was, uh pits and turrets so that's as far okay. as i got so i think that was l and uh pits and turrets was m yeah the turrets also suck because you have to like shoot the projectiles that are coming at you and they might shoot one right before you get there so you only have one bullet because the front front cannon for some reason doesn't shoot as fast as the top cannon yeah makes it difficult it's tough uh i i've kind of been experimenting with like, that's how I beat the uh, mines, was just, like, I, I started speeding up and, like, really timing my jumps. Right. So I got, I was able to attain a speed where I was able to hop two mines at once, as long as I was, like, really careful about where I landed and when I jumped. Yeah, yeah, you could do that, but some of the some of the jumps you have to are, like, so precise. I know, that's what where I was you... doing. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. It's tough. And then there's a there's like an uphill level that's kind of stupid. <laughs> you shoot the things in your way. There's nothing. There's no like, nothing to jump over or anything. That level sucks. That one was tough. Yeah. I don't, well, I don't think that level was tough. I just thought that level was kind of bad. Oh. It's like we're just gonna put a hill in. <laughs> eh. I don't know. It mixed things up. I I I was like when I was I'd put like through like every time I go into an arcade I find the Moon Patrol which is always there. Um, and I put, like, 50 cents to 75 cents in. Um, I probably never really got very far in the beginner levels doing that. Um, so this is as far as I've ever gotten playing it. Uh, by far, I've probably put about $10 into it in imaginary quarters. Yeah, I played for, like, I want to say, like, a half an hour this afternoon, and I like just kept putting in imaginary quarters too, and I like kept going, and I made it pretty far in Championship Road. Um, I thought it was pretty fun. It's it's not like anything groundbreaking, but it's it's a fun game. Yeah, it's very simple. I mean, it was pretty groundbreaking when it came out. <laughs> was it? I mean, besides Maybe? the par- I guess parallax scrolling was would make it uh, groundbreaking, if you will. Yeah, I suppose that never really caught on as a big thing, but what are you talking about? Every game has parallax scrolling in it. Oh, okay, never mind then. <laughs> Look at it. I think it's like super popular on, not really on Nintendo because it was hard to do. Well, you so wrote later. it off, so I was like, I don't really know what that is, so I'm gonna write it off too. No, like I was playing Infernax yesterday, and Infernax is still doing parallel scrolling. So like, when you see the background layer moving at a different rate as the front layer, it's all parallax, and like every every 2D game has that now. All so. right, so Moon Patrol <laughs> has a great legacy. So what is a uh, great legacy uh, translate out to on the list? It's like plus five. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. 
Um, but yeah, right. so if we consider, so if we consider our video it's games, simple, it's challenging, it's fun. Um, I've been I've been playing too uh, too much Marvel Snap, just adding attributes to my uh, card cards that are the video games. Plus five. Um, hmm. But yeah, so this game was ported to a, a bunch of bunch of stuff. Um, Apple II, Atari 8-bit, Atari 2600, Atari 5200, Atari ST, Commodore 64, VIC-20, IBM PC, TI-99. I never played this on the Atari. It looks like absolute shit. <laughs> Atari 2600, I should say. Mm. Are you the uh, 5200 version is, uh, is pretty legit, though. Mm. I'll have to check that out sometime. I do really like uh, the Switch version. Um, but I will probably still gravitate towards it in, um, in arcades. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So. So. What else, what else we gotta say about this game? Mm. Oh, there is a story. Did you see the story? Not well, really. The player takes the role of a Luna City police officer assigned to Sector 9, the home of the toughest thugs in the galaxy i think i did that's, read that somewhere that sounds familiar that's the that's the story what was that's that? it okay cool <laughs> so i that's guess all I could find. so do we put police simulator in the genre <laughs> copraganda copraganda i mean the arcade cabinet's pretty cool it's like teal um got that classic williams like marquee yeah, I mean it's it's a cool game. It's a cool little game. Not anything crazy. Um, I definitely didn't know about it. And looking at the list of other games that were released the same year, I'm like, oh yeah, this one I know, this one I know, this one I know. Just don't know. Uh, this one, Moon Patrol, really at all. Hmm. Yeah, like Dig Dug, I'd see in arcades more. Uh, pole position was all over the place. I saw pole position everywhere. Hmm. Yeah. Cubert, uh, very popular. Oh yeah, Cubert's one uh, definitely. And pole position, uh, but there's a lot of like you're naming popular games, but I'm just saying there's always a Moon Patrol. <laughs> I think the cabinet was like kind of black and stuff, so maybe it just didn't stand out. No, the one I'm looking at online that's like the most popular one. It was teal on oh, the sides. Yeah, but the front is black. I guess most the front of the is front black. is black. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Yeah. God. So I love that cabinet, though. <laughs> it is nice. It is nice. Where does this go on our endless list of video games? So I. We have number one, Super Mario sixty four. Number one hundred seventy, one hundred eighty, Dark Castle. We are in the one hundred eighties now. This is one hundred eighty one on our list of the best video games of all time. Um, like arcade games. Where do you want to begin? I think it's better than Burger Time, for example. Hmm. Uh, Burger Time, Burger Time, Burger Time. Where is that? Burger Time is at number 122. Okay. Um, so I guess there's another chunk of arcade games. There's like Rampage and Crazy Taxi. Mm-hmm. Um, Robotron 20. I'm not sure I played that one. I think I've seen it around. Um. Yara's Revenge is from 82 as well, which is right there. Yeah. I don't, to be honest, I kind of love, uh, 
I kind of love Moon Patrol. I think it's better than Papers, Please, and Oregon Trail. <laughs> Might even be no. better than Hotline Miami. So that's kind of where I'm at. Well, so, I, it, let's go back down here. It, let's play I'm, by your rules. It's your list. On the surface of it, if you think about it, comparing it to Space Invaders at number 76, I think it's a much better game. Uh, much Obviously, it's one of the most influential games of all time. Um, and I think that game holds up better. I don't really like the momentum um, in Moon Patrol of the buggy. Hmm. I don't really... I think that it's also bland. It's a bland game. Well, uh, I'm... Like, all right. I mean, I, I like mean, Moon call, Patrol not, better than Space Invaders, cool. but I'm fine with keeping it below space invaders it's very colorful i'll give it color but it's, i don't think it's like space invaders is pretty iconic in terms of how it's designed i think it's I'm iconic seeing... i i don't know i think you've made more of a case for uh moon patrol being uh influential in space invaders <laughs> but uh... uh well i mean I don't think Moon Patrol exists without Space Invaders. Fair enough. For example. But I'm just saying I'm fine putting it below Space Invaders. Um, so where does it go? Um, uh, so my, I feel like my where I'd put it would be like probably number 109 because I don't think it's better than Super Rare Off-Road. But mm. um, I'm willing to make a compromise with you to put it higher. I haven't played, like, I really like Crazy Taxi. Do I like Moon Patrol more? I don't know. Um, I played Crazy Taxi at an arcade fairly recently, and I forgot how good that game is. <laughs> Crazy Taxi <laughs> like, is so good. We yeah. had a short-lived hot dog place in Kingston. There were so many hot dog mm -hmm. places, but I don't know why you'd open up a hot dog place in Kingston when Dallas exists. Um... Uh, but what they did have was Crazy Taxi, so I spent a lot of uh, lunch breaks there uh, eating hot dogs and playing Crazy Taxi. Just, like, hot dog in my left hand and, like, the steering wheel in my right. You want to make some crazy money? money. Yeah, okay. Um, um, I like Luigi's Mansion better. Okay, uh... So you don't think it's better than Super Off-Road? I do not. I don't think it's better than Kung Fu, but I... I which no, no, I'm kind of actually, or... like, kind of putting it at, like, Crazy Taxi-ish. Like, below Crazy Taxi, like, 106. I'd do that. Alright. Cool. Let's do it. This is a big group of arcade games yeah that's just what, end, what ends up happening for some reason um someday we'll break it up i can't believe on the, the list of movies we broke up the mortal combats that was like so hard to do for a very long time um but next week uh we're doing a movie speaking about movies um we're doing dragon quest your story tommy are you interested in dragon quest your story uh what night is that mike Oh, well, that's something else, but... <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's our recording schedule. It will not be live. <laughs> uh, I'm interested in it. I might have to watch it separate because I uh, will be traveling next week for the holiday. 
which is uh, this like... week, I guess, when the pod... No, these get released, like, two weeks later, or... No, it's, it's it'll be the week of next week. Okay, next well, week. anyway, next week is Thanksgiving, so I, I will be traveling for a large chunk of that week. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody um, out there. Uh, Tommy, what's the genre of this video game? <laughs> I usually uh, get it from the Wikipedia page. It's the first thing they say, but they just called it an arcade game. Mm. That's the genre. Uh. Oh, it's a scrolling shooter. I'm going to put shooter. Yeah, scrolling shooter makes sense. All right. Well, everybody, thank you, Tommy. Uh, we'll see you next week. But uh, thanks for joining me this week. Wait, real quick. Is Breakout a shooter? <laughs> no, it's a block, uh, brick-breaking game. But you shoot things. No, you oh, don't. Oh, no, you, bu you bump it off a paddle. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Sorry. We have we need to add that game to the list, and also Arknoid. I think I was thinking of Bubble Bobble or something. <laughs> Is Bubble Bobble a shooter? No, it's a puzzle game, Tommy. <laughs> no, it's not. That's that's Puzzle Bobble, or I forget what they call it in the U.S. But um, no, it's a action platformer. I would say. Okay. All right. Well, I'll. Well, cool, man. Cool, indeed. I will talk to you later, and uh, thank you for joining us. Sayonara.